Welcome to the Momnificent Podcast. This is the place where we help parents live a happy, healthy life with their kids. We're going to show you how to connect with your child and help them even in their most difficult moments as we hear from experts in the field. I'm your host, Dr. Karin Jakubowski, an international speaker, public school principal, and former struggling student. The Momnificent Podcast equips parents with science-based strategies to help you live a happy, healthy life with your kids. Welcome. And hi to all of the friends who are joining us. It's so fun to see everybody joining us live here. Hey, hey, thanks for coming. All right, so uh, Sharon, say your last name for me. It's Maisel. Maisel, awesome. I was like, oh, I got to make sure I say it right. Okay, so for those of you who might not know, Sharon Maisel is our guest this evening. So excited to have her. You're going to get so many beautiful and amazing nuggets tonight. I just cannot wait. Sharon is an internationally recognized parenting and pregnancy expert, author, parenting coach, and mom of four, not just one, two, three, but four, with over 24 years experience in the field. She is author of the book, I love this, Bite-Sized Parenting, because we all need bite-sized because nobody has time for all the things these days. Um, Your baby's first year, which was previously with the What to Expect book series. Her writing and parenting guidance has also been featured in many magazines and newspapers and online. Sharon, welcome to Momnificent. Thanks so much for having me. Did you want to add something there? No, no. Uh, you, you, uh, you, you know, you got, you got the big stuff. Oh my, so my gosh. <laughs> I, I am so excited about this. And so I'm going to jump right in. Okay. I'm going to surprise you with a question I did not tell you ahead of time, which, okay. which, um, this is just like a fun, like icebreaker one. What's something that you've done recently that you may have not done for a while that just brings you joy? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, I just had a Toblerone bar, <laughs> the entire bar in one sitting. Wait, what size was it? <laughs> it was not one of the huge, huge ones. It was like, you know, this size, right? But it was still the whole bar and it was still in the whole sitting. And um, I, I love chocolate, and but I haven't done that in a while. So it brought me a lot of joy, let me tell you. Okay, are you German in your background at all? <laughs> I am, um, yes. Because that's how I know it. My dad was born in Germany. And that's how I know it from being in Germany before it probably hit the U.S. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, is it Swiss? I think oh, it's well, Swiss, right? Oh, well, uh, probably. Yeah, somehow, I think so. They have like the Alps yeah. on the uh, the yellow uh, bar, you know, box. So it's so delicious what, no matter where it oh came from. So so good. That is an addicting one. I have to admit, you cannot just eat one. Exactly. Piece. Exactly. They they trick you because they break it up into small little nuggets but uh, which is actually a great segue into my book which are also small little nuggets but this is that was really tasty so yeah you did not tell me about that question in advance and um i know it brought me a lot of joy sometimes i throw it in there and then sometimes i like get right into the interview but i someone asked me that on an interview once and i loved it so much i stole it and i and i and i so wait so quickly what is your german connection to your background um, my grandparents are originally uh, from Germany. We're from Germany. And so, um, you know, I, I know a little German. <laughs> That's so cool. So my dad was born there and my, my grandparents lived there their whole life. They, they never spoke English. Uh, they visited like once or twice here, but how cool. What a neat connection. Yeah. Okay. So jumping right in, I love this question. What are some intriguing parent myths 
that you've busted wide open in your book, can you share a couple that might surprise our listeners? I can't wait to hear this. So, you know, what I love about my new book, Bite Size Parenting, you can see it behind me, I know it's backwards, so for those of you who are watching, um, is that I really um, not only focus, it's mostly a book about parenting your baby in the first year, but I also focus on the parents. Every chapter, monthly chapter, also has a section for parents. And so one of the sections for parents in one of the chapters is about this myth busting. And it, I do like to talk about some of the expectations that we have as parents, even before we become parents. Um, things that we think it's going to be like, especially in the beginning. And um, and then what happens is we we realize, well, it's not really um, the case that it that it, it, it meeting my rainbows and butterflies and unicorn expectations. <clears throat> excuse me. And then, <clears throat> excuse and me. And then, I, then, you know, then we feel sad. And then, you know, then we feel sad. And I hope that by and sort of I, I hope bringing that some of these myths in one of the sections out in one of the sections we can open, demystify some of the ideas that we have about the ideas that we also help us feel better about And also help us feel better about ourselves when we do encounter one of them. What's one of them? One of them is that we're going to enjoy being a parent Every when we're dealing baby, with a baby who a is needing baby, to sleep a baby who is needing to sleep and eat when and there's no all the time when really, there's no communication the really stage. I'm talking about the it's really stage. hard to it's really enjoy hard it to feel the joy enjoy it besides the fact that you know recovering from childbirth recovering from childbirth recovering so, from childbirth you know when we have this expectation that every moment is going to be and then it's not and then we feel it then we feel it why don't I love being a parent so that's one myth that I like to bust that you know there's like going to be times when you know there's going to be times when it's going to be hard and then it'll feel not so great and that's okay and it's normal that's okay everybody feels normal and everybody feels wrong way and there's nothing wrong with you another myth i i another myth important is that i think we sometimes feel like we're going to be sometimes feel like we're going to be able to manage it all right that we're going to be able to do this so we're going to be able to do this solo whether we're solo or we but i like to remind parents but i like to remind we don't get a medal that for doing we don't get a medal and that for doing it on our and that really asking for help is really because it is hard because it is hard to be a parent of a newborn it's hard to be a parent of a newborn it's hard to be a parent it starts to get a little easier it starts to get a little easier but also harder but also harder but you know enlisting help from a family member a neighbor a family member a neighbor a friend will really go a long way into helping will really go a long way into helping parent you as a parent as a parent feel confident as a parent feel good about yourself as a parent if possible as a parent if possible so, as so those a parent. are just two myths and so, I can go so on and on because I, I, I talk about a bunch more. I love that and I think the first one will really just, just because we connect with people. You can look at others and think, you can look at others and think, 
they all have right it and what's wrong with me or what's wrong with me or I'm the only one going through this and to, helping to, to expose to, that to, to expose you know that feeling you know that way and that's okay. that way and I think and that's, that's okay. a huge and I think that's especially huge, in a society where we show up and we look in a society where we show up and we look all like everything's together we all have it you know it's it's not you know it's not there's a lot of messy behind there's a lot of messy behind those moments there's more of the difficult there's more of the difficult than those beautiful moments so that's such a good point so give us a glimpse into a few give us a reassuring you reassuring parent if there's still a good scenarios from the book and what are scenarios that might offer some of those that might offer solace to a new parent this is another topic that i talk about in other mom's chapters other mom's chapters in the same vein as this to remind parents that to remind parents that you still are doing a great job even if some of these things crop up which some of these things crop up which they some of those things might be feeling some of those things might be feeling overwhelmed because there are thousands because there are thousands what to, to feed our children, children how to feed our children how to what to clothe them in what whether to clothe them not whether to sleep train or not sleep train how to what stroller to buy there's a thousand decisions there's a thousand decisions that we're making we get fatigue but you're still a good parent even when you struggle but even when you struggle overwhelmed or you feel overwhelmed that's one thing that i like so that's one thing that i like to another parents you're still another if you're still a good parent if you have to rethink or you if you have to rethink or you choose your to work situation going your back work to the office going back to the office home, or choosing um, to stay making home, choices um, changing making choices changing so many parents so many parents particular moms feel like I'm pregnant. Feel like, okay, I have a baby. I'm pregnant. You know, I have a baby. A month or two, you know, I'm gonna baby's coming finish in a month my maternity leave. I'm gonna finish my maternity leave. However short or long that is, and I'm gonna go short back home. Back to the office. Back home. And back to the office. Or vice versa. I'm gonna quit the job and stay home. Quit the job and stay home full time. Take that stay at home parent. Being a stay at home parent. The reality. And then. Huh. The reality now I'm home of, with my baby, huh. now I'm home and I'm not loving baby. it, or now and I'm, I'm not loving it, or and now I'm back, back home, and I'm not loving it, back home, and so being able to, and so being able to say, be reflective, you know what, the decision that I thought, you know what, the decision that I thought for me a month or two ago, for me a month may not be the best decision now, may not be the best decision now. And that could be any time. In the first year, it could be any time. In the first year, it could be any time. Your entire career as a parent. Your entire career as a parent. And it's okay. You're still a good parent. And it's okay. You're still a good parent if you choose to reassess. reassess. And I think that giving ourselves that opportunity and that freedom, I don't have to have it all figured out in the beginning. And I think another. And I think another. You're still a good parent if you're still a good parent. And that's similar to that. And that's you can make a choice to breast. Make a choice to and then you can realize it doesn't work. And then you can realize. Or you can make a choice. I don't want. Or you can make a choice. I don't want to breast. And then you can like wow, it's kind of easy. Or you can make a choice to only pump. Or you can make a choice to only pump. Or you can make a choice to only formula or do a formula. There's so many different permutations. There's so many different permutations of how you feed your baby in the first year. Making and those choices, having the making those choices, having the opportunity. Luckily for us, we have lucky freedom in a way to make those choices. We have so much. those choices. We have so much available to us in terms of available to us in formulas and bottles and formulas and bottles and nursing bras and pumping bras and nursing bras and pumping bras. There's so much out there. So there's so much that choice. Making that changing our mind about whether we want to breastfeed, about whether we want to breastfeed, stopping to breastfeed. Good those choices. are all and good choices. You know, if it works and for us, right? You know, 
works for, works you for us, parent, right? If it and works you're still for you a good parent, parent. If you choose and you're still a good parent. You thought you choose something different than you thought you were going to do. I think that is so freeing. I think that is so freeing. Listening right now, parent. Listening right now, whatever. Tell yourself whatever is resonating in your head, and you're resonating in your head, in your mind today. Quit that you today. Quit that either before good parent. Or you're still a good parent. Or insert that phrase and end it again with, you know what? End it again with, you know what? I am parents need to feel that. Parents hear that. Feel that. There can be so much critical and negative judgment that weighs you down. And I love what you're saying. And I love what you're saying. It's so empowering. And I know this is touching someone's heart. And I know this is touching someone's heart. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sharon. I mean, I hope so, right? That's my mission. I mean, I hope so, right? That's my mission is really to reach parents where they are, essentials for how to care for their baby, but also not to neglect themselves. And that's what we're talking about today. And that's what we're talking about today. So, okay, so then let's jump into the comparison trap, right? Okay, so then let's jump into the comparison trap, right? Another weigh on you and just can just weigh on you and just you're sinking inside yourself. like you're sinking inside yourself. Comparison trap is something many parents fall into. something many parents fall elaborate on how you elaborate on how your book addresses that? For navigating that tricky little so area. So I, I always say that I feel like so we're in this I, I always say that I feel like we're in this culture of very intense culture of and a lot of it and a lot of we see so much parents around. So much parents. Though in the olden days when there was in the olden days when there was no internet, the only people that the only people were parents were those who lived near parents, were those who lived near you, were those family members, or those who play drop off or carpool But now we get to see millions of babies and millions of babies. And online, their parents right, on social on, media. online, right? And on what happens media. is, we're what looking at other, we're looking at other parent babies, other triads or dyads, triads or dyads. Why is that baby sitting? Why is that baby sitting? And mine is not even rolling. Why is that baby? Why is that baby so well on his own? Eating but so my well on his own, even, like, but take, my baby you know, won't even like take. You know, stuff why is um why uh, is um why uh, is that baby um, so much? Why is that baby so much bigger than mine? There's so many ways that we can ways that our can child compare to other children out there. there. And it leads to doubt. And it leads to guilt. It leads to guilt. It leads to what's wrong with me? Why is mine with me? Why is my baby not taking And he's already twelve months. And she's already twelve months. Over there, she has been walking over there. Has been walking wrong with me. What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? It's very disconcerting. It's very disconcerting. Especially a new comparison in your own family. Comparison in your own family. It really and, and diminishes it's, it really our diminishes sense of confidence our as parents. And so I really encourage, I do this both on my social media and in my on, book, of course, in Bite Size Parenting. In my book, of course, in Bite Size Parenting. Not compare. To really not compare. To not compare feeding or size or milestones or a multitude of things. How multitude of things. How babies are raised babies of a night. That babies are raised of a night. Mine isn't because it's so compared. So important to remember two things. So important to remember two things. Number one. Two things. Number the, one, the range of normal the, the when it comes to miles to miles to miles to sitting and crawling and over and sitting and crawling and talking. Walking and talking is so wide. Is so that means that the vast so that majority that the vast majority in the first year, I mean, are fitting into that very fitting into that very very It's very very wide. It's very very. There's going to be some babies that are there's going to be some babies that are my my second daughter, daughter walking, I'm not started at nine months. Oh my god! At 
nine months and oh my god nine months tiny and she was bald she was tiny and she was bald she looked like and she was taking those and she was taking those nine months at one week nine months my other one of my other my other take their one of my other until after after she was until after after she was they're both within the very they're both within the very wide and so if we remember that as parents and so if we remember that as parents that there's such a wide that there's such a wide range of where we can have our babies that would give us some particular to know that would give us you know my baby is really you know my baby is really and of course having that and of course having that allows us normal to allows us know when our babies are really know when are in that wide range of normal within that wide range of normal and then that gives us the opportunity to get a consultation that's able to get speech therapist or psychologist speech therapist or an occupational therapist or an occupational therapist because early intervention makes because early intervention makes we have that opportunity so that's the first thing I would say about. So that's the first thing I would say about. The second thing I would say is that. The second thing I would say. I know you want to jump in. Yes. I know you want to jump in. This is so important. No, I mean, good. Take a second. Go ahead. I love it. You finish the second. I love it. That every um, that baby is that every and every parent is different and every parent situation and every situation. So if you're trying, if you're comparing, so if you're trying, if you're comparing the way that your baby takes or how many naps your baby takes or how long another naps are to another, what what you're going to do is you're really comparing. What you're going to do is you're really comparing. So yes, at a certain month, so yes, at a certain number of naps and a certain number of naps and a certain number of hours during the day that you're asleep. But each baby. But each baby schedule, and so when we recognize that, and so when we recognize anything, it's not just feeding, it's not feeding, anything, it's not feeding, 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 it's not that stop help to compare us from and it stopping help us compare feel a little better about and it can our own feel a little better about child or where their child or where their ninety percent of the time ninety percent of the time they're okay they're okay they're okay they're okay. okay. Is you know what, Sharon? Okay. It's so interesting. You know what, Sharon? It makes so me make this connection where I think of kids in where elementary they show up school, and we teach them where they show up and we teach math. them Let's reading, with writing, those three. Let's and we get so frustrated at times that oh my gosh, they're not a perfect writer and they're a reader and they're not a perfect writer and they're not the mathematician. Like right away, the mathematician. Like right away, in every grade, where they all should be. Somewhere along the line, I must have read somewhere along the line. They're really something. I think it really clicks what you were saying. Kids progress. At kids progress at different, different rates, areas. in different areas. But yes, we show up in a school but system yes, where you're rated and it looks like we should all get straight A's everywhere because that's good, average, average, whatever. Reality, but in reality, not all of us are A plus writers, mathematicians, and readers as adults. But as adults, but yet, how much on that in like an elementary or like an elementary or like an like part, right? So sometimes there might not be anything wrong. There might not be anything wrong. Your kid just might be progressing. Your kid just might be progressing at their own rate. It's not this bar up here that we should be. And so sometimes I'm like, we're not robots. And so sometimes I'm like, we're not robots. It's not like a computerized system that's just And that's where it reminds me of. And that's where it reminds me of. A hundred percent. What you were just saying. Then I actually use that phrase. Then I actually use that phrase. All your child is not a robot all the time. Yes, I, I do too. 
you know, I do a lot of times, so I speak a lot of times about all the time, actually, and really one of the lines that I use all the time, because of this culture comparison, because of this culture comparison, we expect our kids to fit into a certain mold, and you're right, it happens when you're babies, 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 it happens when you're bab
obviously out another rest. trusted source. You know, obviously a nutrition, of course, and maybe you know a friend, and maybe you know a friend who's really grandparent, parent, grandparent. So, so that's so that's one of the issues. Social media that could be negative. Social media that could be negative. And we sort of talked about this already. And we sort of unrealistic expectations. Unrealistic expectations. We get from social media because we get from social media. And here I'm not talking about. And here I'm not talking about social media accounts, but more of let's say the accounts, but more of let's say the influencers, celebrities, influencers, celebrities who I love, influencers who I love. Talking about negatively about anyone, negatively about anyone, but they're doing a job. But they're doing a job in a way that is aligned with where that job and their job and their persona. But it doesn't always show. But it doesn't always show the messiness. Or the messiness and the reality. So I can't tell you how many new moms. So I can't tell you how many moms. My baby's four weeks old. My baby's four weeks old. Four weeks old. Newborn. And I still look like I'm four months pregnant. And I still look like I'm four months pregnant. But is so posting themselves in a bikini two weeks after they give birth. Why? So let's you know forget about Photoshop. So let's you know forget about Photoshop and all that. And filters and all that. It's presenting an unrealistic. It's presenting expectation or reality. Expectation or reality of what your real life is going to be. Your real life. Look at beautifully decorated. Look at beautifully decorated homes, and not a toy, and not a not a toy in sight, and you're like laundry in sight, and you're like like come on. I'm like right, like come up like that, and then again we get that, and then again we get that. And there's nothing wrong with you, right? And there's nothing wrong. You are living the reality. You are living the reality. They're not living, but they're presenting. living, but they're presenting a persona that makes a persona that makes sense for the job. Probably in their real life, there's plenty of pieces of Lego that they're stepping on, and Lego that they're stepping on, and laundry dirty diapers and pail, and dirty diapers and pail. Let's understand, you know, let's understand that again, media so it doesn't overwhelm. So, so it, it doesn't overwhelm that's us. So, so true. Much. That's so good. That's so true. So, that's so good. What's so, one last final what's thing? What's one last leave our final thing you want to leave the our moms listeners who are tuning with in? They're listening the moms this, who are tuning in? They're listening as, this, even dads, do follow this channel and, and follow what's one this thing channel. You and what's one with thing a word of encouragement? With a word of encouragement, so many beautiful things. I mean, you've said so many beautiful things. What's one thing you want to leave before I? What's one thing you want to leave before I follow you? Ask them how they can find and follow you. One of the things that I really focus on, the things that I really focus on, all my size parenting and really all of my coaching. And my social media and my coaching and my e-guides is that my e-guides is that there's so many decisions that we have to make so many in that first year and in the toddler first year and in the toddler years and then preschool years and then on but I kind of leave the expertise that I have the expertise that I have my kids have passed the preschool years my kids first passed the preschool years that's personal there's so many decisions and we get very caught up in them and we get very caught up in them as I mentioned but what I like to but what I like to parents or let parents know is that aside from is that aside medical from health, medical black and, and white issues, right? You should always put your baby to sleep on their back, sleep on their back, or make sure that your baby's always or make sure that your baby's always strapped into a until you know until they until until they hit the weight before flipping them. Those are kind of black and white. Those are kind of black and white medical, let's say, medical issues. So aside from the other choices, most of the decisions that you feel overwhelmed, decisions that you feel overwhelmed. What you do, like, they don't it doesn't really matter, matter what you do. Today, like it doesn't really matter because in the end, what matters because in the end is that you choose what works best for you and your child. Works best for you and your child. Okay. 
Your and your baby's going to be okay. okay. You, choose to, start be okay. you, you choose to start feeding solids with You choose to start feeding solids with puree, or you choose with the baby-led weaning method, which is a finger foods. Your child will still know how to eat. Your child will still know how to eat. If you sleep train or you don't sleep train, if you sleep train or you don't sleep train, eventually your child will probably sleep through the night. There are so many decisions that are so heavy when we're going through them, especially in that first year. It doesn't really matter. And it doesn't really matter. I mean, it matters so that you feel good better, right? That you feel good better. You know, get, right. yourself educated, and, you know, get yourself educated, and that's why. Get yourself educated, and that's why. Because it has all that information in there. All that presents everything in there. Presents everything, and then allows you what's going to work for you. Is your baby going to work for you? Is your baby going to be on a schedule? The type of baby that's going to be on a schedule. It great. Is your baby more schedule? Is your baby more of a schedule? Don't do a schedule. Like it really doesn't matter. Like as long as it works for you, and as long as it works for you, and as long as you feel confident about what you're doing, feel confident because then you're doing the best. Because then you're doing the best. What you your baby, and it doesn't matter what you how they are yeah. and if how that they feedback, are is worth that feedback like you said who said it's wrong like you said who said it's wrong you can get so caught up like even that can drive you crazy like even that can drive you crazy and take all and your thought your energy and your thought exactly your energy exactly exactly say that to you for what you want to show up to be who you want to be as the mom and save that energy so that you can save that energy so that you can take a step back and take a step back so that you don't realize you know what you're able to realize you know what I'm doing what I can do I'm doing I'm doing what I can do I'm doing fine I'm giving myself that Grace. I'm giving I'm taking myself a step that back and understanding. I'm taking that a step back and this moment and this time. This moment and this time. I make or not my child. I make or break my child. My child or any relationship with my child or any of those things. I'm doing what I can do and I'm doing a great job. I'm doing what I can do and I'm doing a great job. And you know what? I know someone listening right now. I know someone listening right now. Just say one more time. You are doing a great job. Are doing a great job. Can someone Sharon, find to how follow you? Can someone so you can find, find, find you? my so book, you can find parenting, find my books are sold, sold on Amazon, sold on Amazon stores, also on my website, which is also on my website, and you can find me on Instagram, find me on Instagram, Sharon Maisel. Simple, it's just my name. Simple, it's just my name. Forward to seeing you guys, seeing you guys on social media, and also you guys getting your hands on the website. You guys getting your hands on the website. The most digestible. The most digestible parenting army book with the there information and army with the information and all the things in that we talked about today formats, in a digestible format, format and illustrated um, so that you have accessible um, so that you have accessible strategies and tools at your fingertips. Awesome. fingertips. Sharon, awesome. thank you so much Sharon, for your time. Thank you it was so much for your time. It was such a pleasure to enjoy speaking with you. And who you are showing up, who you are showing up in this world, so many in this world, and continue your work. Thank you so much. That's all we've got for this episode of the Momnificent Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be honored if you would subscribe and rate if you really liked it. I know wherever you're listening right now, it might not be the best time to leave a comment, but feel free to leave a question, a review, or a comment at any time. And until next time, remember, don't worry, be happy.